Welcome to the Lead Me On podcast, where we give you practical solutions for extraordinary leadership. My name is Lori King-Taylor, and I'm here with my co-host, Lori Gorell. For more than 25 years, we've been educating and coaching individuals who want to transform the way they lead. Join us each week as we provide inspiring conversations to help you increase your capability to lead with greater impact and influence. Get ready. It's time to lead me on. Hello, Lori King-Taylor. Hello, Lori Garrell. How are you today? I am. I'm going with fantastic. Really? This it is an amazingly beautiful day here. So I am all in fantastic. And how are you doing? I am fantastic and exhausted and exhilarated. I had most amazing couple of days with a client. Exhausted and exhilarated. That is a good client interaction. Well, it's great, especially when they take you out on the Las Vegas Speedway and let you race Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Porsches. Yeah, people definitely need to find you on Facebook and listen to that event. That's where I got the most joy is listening to you scream. <laughs> it was so much fun. It was I, yeah, so I much can fun. tell. I can tell. So, you know, exhausted and exhilarated being with a client, I think that lends itself nicely to what we're going to talk about today. I think it does. And I am so excited with the guests that we have on today. Uh, Mandy is in one of my mastermind groups for course building, and we've been in this group together for a couple of years, and I absolutely adore her. She comes from the beauty industry, which is an industry that so far from where I'm at right now, and she just is exciting to talk with. She just really has a lot going on. She's a wife. She's a mother of three precious little ones. And she is what you would call a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's the uh, a national educator and business coach for hairstylists who desire to be present and impactful moms while providing a significant income. And we are going to talk today about serving clients with a servant's heart. And servant leadership to me is just so vital. So Mandy, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Lori and Lori for having me on your podcast today. I absolutely love listening to you both and I'm truly honored to be here. Well, we're so excited that you're here and we're so excited you're coming from a new industry for us. And I love the idea of how often you talk about as a stylist, your clients now as a coach in teaching them the importance of servant-based ministry behind the chair. Yes, absolutely. Serving with a servant's heart. It is so important and it is truly one of my deepest values for sure. Yeah. So, so many times we prioritize financial goals that we forget to simply serve. So when we shift your mindset from serving your client from your heart with identifying challenges and providing solution-based approaches, everything kind of changes, right? Absolutely. That was a huge shift for me as I went through, you know, working behind the chair and really working with my clients to identify their challenges and provide a solution for them. So 
shifting my mindset from trying to meet a financial goal to simply serving as best I can directly from my heart changed everything. So what was the aha moment for you? The aha moment for me was when I went to a business seminar and really was able to communicate and talk with and share experience with other stylists and other professionals and really gain insight to kind of unlock that growth and really disconnecting from putting a dollar amount to the word success and really focusing on being successful in the moment day to day while staying and living in contentment along the way while also growing. So I like to call it growing. That was a pivotal moment for me was just really releasing myself from having to hit a certain sales goal. I'm a firm believer in that approach. When you turn it over to being in service, especially when you are serving people so intimately as a coach and you turn it over to the service, the income does come naturally without having to burden yourself. And I've run my business like that for years. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how much more present we can be with the people we are serving when we take that pressure of income out of the equation, knowing that it will come. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And that's not making it airy fairy and saying, I'm going to pray and wish for it. And it's going to happen. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah, it's absolutely healthy. And I think very important to go ahead and set financial goals, but don't define success by those. If something should happen, or maybe you exceed those goals, you know, just to be um, content and enjoy the process of growth. So you started coaching uh, hairstylists. And when you work with other leaders in your industry on this mindset shift, where do you see the most fruit? Well, two ways, honestly, when stylists can detach themselves from the client's wallet, right? So not deciding what service the client does or does not want or can and cannot afford. And then also detaching ourselves from the judgment of others. Because when you start showing up in your business, when you start serving your clients different and doing things different than what everybody else is doing, you know, there are going to be peers and coworkers that are stuck in their own mindset and they're not where you are. So they might say things or, and you just have to stay deeply connected to your values, deeply connected to your why and continue to show up to serve your clients in the ways that they need and really lead them through the service. Our clients come to us because we're the professionals and we are so knowledgeable and really um, stepping into that is a game changer. We talk here about the mindsets of other stylists, and I would love to hear some of the stories that, that you can share with us. And I recognize as, as I was interacting with you and listening to the stories that they are the exact same stories that can come from any industry. When you look down at the root cause of, of what you hear of the mindsets of the people who come to coaching and the people that don't come to coaching that are really stuck in their mindsets. So what are some of these lessons that you've taken away from when you were behind the chair and now as a coach? Oh, that's such a good question. There's so many, but I will say in my personal experience behind the chair, one of my deep values was 
to be a present and impactful mom. So I really worked to refine a schedule that worked to allow me to be present for my children, to go to, you know, baseball games, to go to Mother's Day tea. And there would be questions from others saying, well, why aren't you going to come in early for this client? Or why aren't you going to stay late for this client? Why are they going on a cancellation list? Because it's one of my values. It's not that I don't love my clients. Cause that was one thing that, you know, is said, you know, well, you don't love your clients or you don't love what you do. That is absolutely untrue. You know, we hear this often, we can't pour from an empty cup, right? So what fills your cup? What are your values and how do you stay connected to those? And sometimes it's saying a really hard, no, I deeply love my clients behind the chair, you know, and having to say no is, really challenging. And that's really challenging for a lot of stylists in the beauty industry. You know, as I've worked coaching and mentoring stylists from all over the country, there's several different things that pop up. You know, maybe, maybe stylists think that they can't charge a certain amount based on where they live. And I think that's completely untrue. Clients will travel as long as you serve well, right? You serve from servant's heart. And a lot of stylists do get I think if we're being totally honest, totally raw, they get a little resentful about coming in early and staying late, but we kind of don't realize that we do it to ourselves. So having what I call beautiful boundaries is really important to continue to show up for your clients strong. Right. And this is exactly where you can draw parallels, whether it's a stylist or any other hardworking person. And that resentment that you point to carries over. People can feel it. They can smell it, even if you try to cover it up. And when you can set those, what you call beautiful boundaries, people are going to experience a much better you. And by the way, I drive an hour and five minutes to see my stylist. (laughs) See, it's so true. And I love your call out to the experience because I mean, that's what it's all about behind the chair, right? Is when our clients come in and sit in our salon chair we want them to forget about all the stress of life, or maybe they got a a phone call right before they came in. And it's our job to provide them an incredible experience and a place where they can just relax and have this transformation to really bring the beauty that's inside of them outside. So Mandy, what do you think is the biggest challenge that stylists and leaders in general face when making such big changes regarding mindset and serving from that servant's heart? Well, we get stuck sometimes, right? Or we question ourselves. We wonder, you know, if we're the only ones in the salon, let's say you're an independent contractor in the salon, you're the only one in the salon who has decided to implement consultations sitting face-to-face and we can get stuck in worrying what other people think about us. So really staying connected to your mindset is huge and constantly shifting it, I should say. We have to constantly shift our mindset, reattach it to our why, reattach it to our value, and continue to show up in a way that is unique for us and our clients so that they do have that experience. And all of that is going to translate when you show up well behind the chair and you serve from a servant's heart, right? We talked about how the money just becomes natural. It just grows naturally. But, and all of those boundaries that you implement, it trickles into both your personal and your professional life. So I would say the greatest challenge is just, of course, having that mindset shift to begin with, but then also following through and sticking to um, what you've committed to do for yourself and for your clients. 
Yeah. I think when you really have the heart to serve your client in the best way, and you don't always think about how it's going to impact you financially, that you end up in the end making a bigger impact on your client. And therefore, like we have noted, that the money will follow later. Just uh, recently, I had a client was supposed to go out, do a keynote speech for at their conference and just said, hey, would it make sense if I came out a couple of days early to get to know the people that are in attendance at the conference? Because I was the closing keynote. And the whole time I was there, that's all they talked about. I can't believe you were willing to come out early. I can't believe, because I told them there's no additional charge, just, you know, the room that I'll be staying in, but I'm not going to charge you anything addition. But I really wanted to get to know the people that was going to be listening to me during that keynote presentation. And it made a huge impact on the organization. And I think that's what we're saying for leaders when you do what's best for your clients, you do what's best for your people, then they take notice and they know that it's not all about you and you really are there serving them. And I think that that that's a huge benefit in your leadership. Yeah. I love that so much. And for stylists and being behind the chair, when you sit down and, you know, taking into consideration details of the consultation, it transfers over. They start to talk about their experience with you. So like you're saying, your client, you know, they, that's what they talked about was you going above and beyond. And if we do that behind the chair as well, we go above and beyond for our clients. Word's going to get out. You know, my clients were, they used to talk about the consultation, like who talks about their hairdressers consultation, right? This was very impactful to them that they, you know, felt listened to and that we identified all these challenges to reproduce a look that they wanted and dreamed of. And I offered them solutions for that. So yeah, I love that in the details. And it's interesting what your clients hold on to. And hear how passionate you are about coaching and serving, even now that you're not behind the chair. So tell us a little bit how you, you made that transition in life. Well, talk about mindset and <laughs> sticking to your values. You know, I've been a stylist since Oh, five. So it's been, you know, a long time. And I really, truly love working behind the chair. I love having that transformation, changing the way a client feels about themselves. You know, like I said, maybe they come in from a bad day and you get to change the way they feel about themselves. And when I, I was injured at the end of 2019 and, you know, worked through therapies and healing processes and did my best and it got complicated and have realized that I'm not going to be able to go back behind the chair. I had to work on mindset, right? I had to grieve that because I do love it so much. And, you know, I've mentored stylists for a long time and I finally stepped into more of a private practice and decided to go and coach because I realized, you know, just because you're not practicing what you preach behind the chair, you're not in the game, doesn't mean that you can't be a good coach. The best coaches coach from the sidelines, right? And they build up these incredible players. And so when I had that kind of aha moment, I've been able to shift my mindset to that every time I have questions that pop up, like, can I really be impactful? Can I really make a difference? And to be honest with you, it's been such a gift and an honor to watch the transformation of my clients. And when I started applying the same principles as behind the chair to show up with a servant's heart, to focus on just growth and set my goals accordingly, it's been incredible. And so it's been healing to work with clients and help coach them. 
I love that. And I absolutely love the best coaches aren't on the field, right? They are on the sidelines. I absolutely love that. And I just started watching Ted Lasso. So it applies right there too. (laughs) I'm so glad you love that, Lori, my non-sports loving friend. (laughs) I I can get the concepts. And I know that I, for all of the leaders I serve, I am not in all of their industries. I am not on their playing field. I am beside them and I am on the sidelines supporting them. So I completely get where she's coming from in in this shift. So yeah, I I don't have to love sports to get this concept. You and you guys are inspiring me. Like, you know, what's next? Could I take photographers as clients? Could I? I mean, I'm really inspired here because you're right. It could, a lot of the principles could apply. We're going to stick to stylists for now. I'm going to be niche specific for now, but I think having a servant's heart goes across any and all industries. I don't believe that it's just, oh, you only have a servant's heart in one particular industry, that it is who you become. And it's all about whoever it is that you're serving at the time, whoever your client may be, whoever your employees are, whoever your team is. It's about serving people and putting people in people's needs first. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's about putting their needs first, being present with them. And if we step out of the, the income part of it, the results will follow, right? If we're right there with our team, we're present with where they are and what they need, what the needs are. Our teams come along, our clients come along. Everyone has a better experience when we lead from that servant's heart. Jump back to one other thing that you said a little bit ago. You talked about being present for your children as well, and maybe not coming in early or staying late if there were games going on. And and somebody might say, well, that's confusing because now you're not putting your client first, you're putting yourself first. How do you see the balance in, in being that servant leader and having those beautiful boundaries at the same time? Uh, discipline, right? Because you know, like I said, it's hard to say no when you love what you do and you love your clients. And when things were getting really busy and overwhelming and I was missing activities and I was, you know, hearing from the kids like, oh, mom, I wish you would have been there. You should have seen it. That's the moment. You just kind of keep that in your back pocket when a client asks you to stay late. You know, I love my clients, but you know, I love my kids more, honestly. And I truly believe I have a phrase called spend time with things that love you back. Right. And it's so important to do that personally, professionally. And so if I can really get disciplined about where I spend my time, if I get intentional about where I spend my time and, you know, who I'm present for, then there can be more of a balance because we know work-life balance is an interesting idea and concept, especially when you have multiple children, like there's always some interruption or something going on. But I think when you show up to the best of your ability to be intentional with your time, whether it's with your clients or with your children, it's impactful. So yeah, spending time with things that love you back is kind of a huge value for me as well. I wrote that well and I, think, I love that. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? I think too, that when you're able to take that time for yourself, you're teaching your client, you're teaching your people. So if you're in an organization where you're the leader of a team, being able to show that balance and being able to say, Hey, I love you guys. I'm here for you guys, but I need to to go to this ball game is a way of showing 
people that you're okay with their boundaries as well, that you respect that they have families and things that they need to do. And in a way it is serving your clients because you're teaching them from that area in your life. But I also think too, then you can be fully present and fully fresh when you're with them. Absolutely. And, you know, not to mention, it doesn't mean that you don't go above and beyond for your clients. Uh, Just because you don't come in early or stay late doesn't mean that you can't do other things to be um, supportive of them. You know, sending out handwritten thank you cards to new clients or writing down your client's beauty regimen for them. When they purchase the retail from you, that's huge for stylists behind the chair. When they start to serve their clients and not sell retail to their clients, you know, our clients want to know what to use in their hair. They want to know how to duplicate the look. So maybe after their visit, you send them a whole protocol of when to use this shampoo, when to use this conditioner, when to apply this leave-in spray, and it truly supports them. So just because you have beautiful boundaries, just because you maybe don't come in, you know, three hours early or stay three hours late, doesn't mean that you don't continue to serve them in unique and really impactful ways. I, I love that. And Lori, I have to tell you a story about how Mandy did go above and beyond for me. And I'm not even one of her clients. (laughs) So Mandy lives in a whole nother state. In fact, we've never met in person, only virtually. I look forward to the day we get to meet in person. My stylist retired and I was having panic moments. And she actually, Mandy was like, I got it. She actually looked at stylists that were in my area, picked up the phone and interviewed them. And then selected a stylist for me. And I have to say, she did a fantastic job. I absolutely love the lady that she sent me to. And the stylist that she sent me to was like, I've never had another stylist call and interview me to make sure I was going to be a fit for the client. (laughs) Wish someone would have done that for me when I have bounced around the locations where I live. How much that would have saved (laughs) and time and energy and bad haircuts. (laughs) And so that's why I I drive an hour is because I'm going to a stylist I used to see when I was in Ohio previously. And it's like, she got me, she serves me with a servant's heart. And so I'm back to where I was, but I had some, if you'll say growing pains in between. Unintended. (laughs) And that's, that's what a true servant's heart is, right? There was absolutely no monetary benefit to Mandy to do what she did. In fact, it took time out of her schedule and took time away from her family to do the research and make the calls and do the interviews. And one of these days it will come back around to you, Mandy. And, you know, when I know somebody in that area, I'll refer them your direction. But I think the key was that we go out of our way sometimes to be what we need to be for other people, not always expecting something in return. A leadership lesson that that knows no boundaries. Yeah. So Lori, are we ready for practical solutions for extraordinary leadership? I believe we are. And I'm going to kick this one off with Don't be afraid to serve from the sidelines. People are incredible if you just allow them to play their game. Oh, I love that. And I would say do everything with a servant's heart because that's really where the wealth lies. It's not about the money that will come. 
It's about people. And lastly, this stay deeply connected to your why. It will help you stay resilient to the opinions of others and it helps you find that elusive balance. Love it. Mandy, this was so much fun. Uh, you were such a pleasure to interview today. Can you tell our audience how they can find you? Yes. Well, thank you both for having me on today. Like I said, it is a huge honor to uh, have been here and to spend this time with you. You may find me at Mandy underscore inspired on Instagram, or you can check out my website, mandyzender.com. And we will put those on our podcast sheet. So you could go to the podcast page and find out more about Mandy. Lori, it was great to have you again today and to do this interview. And I'm really excited about seeing you again next week. Until then. Thank you for listening to the show. If you enjoyed it, we would so appreciate a review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss a single episode. If you're interested in knowing more about our upcoming events or working with one of us personally to transform the way you lead, visit our websites. For Lori King-Taylor, visit trinityperformancesolutions.com. And for Lori Gorell, visit upwardsolutionscc.com. Until next week.